Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Just to be 
this morning hallelujah hallelujah amen 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 we're gonna get into prayer at this time amen i gotta listen my hand with a few names on the list that we want to pray for this morning amen if there is someone in the congregation that need prayer you can raise your hands this morning or online congregation if you have a prayer request this morning you can just send it through to a media team amen but we have a few names that we want to keep in prayer this morning we want to pray for Brother Kellerman this morning. I want to pray for Brother Bob. I want to pray for Brother Crooks this morning. I want to pray for Brother Sharp and the Gemini's families this morning. Those are some of the names that we have here. And if you know someone among you that you're missing, that you know need prayer this morning, you can just raise your hand as we pray this morning that the Lord will touch them this morning. Amen. That whatever we're going through, that the Lord will be there for us. Amen. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer as we pray this morning. Father God, we love you. We honor you one more time, O oh God. So glad to be in your presence one more time, O oh God. You truly didn't have to let us live, O oh God. But we're here, O oh God, and we're grateful, O oh God. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your love, O oh God. We're so glad that you came so that we can have life and have it more abundantly, Lord God. You are the one that we adore. You are the one that we worship. Oh God, we're here to lift up your name, O oh God, to call upon your name. 
For you said, if I be lifted up from this earth, you will draw all men unto you. And Father God, as we pray this morning, we ask you will to be done in our service this morning, that you will touch us individually and collectively, Lord. As we pray, Lord God, for all the names, oh God, that we had called out this morning, oh God, for the Jimenez family, Lord God, that you will touch them, Lord God. Oh God, I pray, Lord God, for Brother Sharp, oh God, that you will touch him and his family this morning, Lord God. We pray for Brother Crook, Lord God, that you will oh, touch him, Lord God, or whatever is going on in his body, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, that you will touch him from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, Lord God. Let your healing virtue move through him like never before, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for Brother Bob, Lord God. We ask that your healing virtue will move through him this morning. Oh God, that whatever is going through in his body, Lord God, that you will heal him, Lord. I pray, Lord God, for Brother Kellerman, oh God, that you will touch him. Oh God, and for those that are in the congregation this morning, oh God, for our online congregation, that you will touch them likewise, oh God. Give us the victory, Lord God. Let your will be done, Lord God. It's not our will, oh God. We ask you, Lord God, that you'll move like never before. We give you all the glory, Lord God. We give you all the honor as we say thanks. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we pray in Jesus' name. And come on, let's give the Lord another round of applause this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
applause this morning. Hallelujah. Let's just praise him this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. You alone are worthy, O God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have your way in this place this morning, O God. Have your way this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Let's give the Lord another round of applause this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's worthy this morning to be praised. Hallelujah. We give you all the glory and all the honor this morning. Oh, for you are worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 That's all right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Come on, let's praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Let's praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Lord bless you. May be seated if you can. Amen. Continue to worship the Lord as you're seated this morning. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Truly is worthy to be praised this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All the glory and all the honor belonging down to him this morning. He is worthy to be praised this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And can we praise the Lord, everybody? Come on. Let's praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. There is a spirit of worship in this place this morning. Amen. Truly want the Lord to have his way in whatever way this morning in our service. Amen. So glad to be in the house of God one more time to praise the Lord this morning. Truly an awesome God that we're serving this morning. Amen. We want to take this time to greet everyone in the mighty name of Jesus. want to welcome everyone this morning. Amen. Our online congregation, we want to welcome you this morning. Amen. We have, um, we have a guest with us this morning. I'm thinking one guest, right? Two, one guest. Um, um, we have uh, Brooklyn is with us this morning. Rave your hand. Are you want to stand? That's all right. Brooklyn, you can stand. You can rave your hand or stand. That's all right. That's all right. Amen. Amen. So glad to have Brooklyn, a guest of um, Josiah. Amen. From uh, from the school. Amen. We we had uh, we had a privilege yesterday to go to the college for a basketball game last night, and um, um, you know I think I was talking to I think Brother Woods, and I said um, you know the, the, their their team was getting beat beat up so bad, Brother Darrell. I mean they got whipped so bad. But the you know these young men they rattle together man they stick together, and they came back. I mean the other team they had all these big guys you know hitting trees you know hitting three pointers you know I'm like whoa there's no way they're gonna get back in this game you know um, and you know they fought they hung in there they came back they took the lead brother they when they took the lead they never give up just take it all the way through 
you know, so you know, um, they did a good job. I think their 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 school record right now is seven and eight and two, ten and two, somewhere there above. So their their college is doing very well with basketball. So, you know, um, you know, the girls here also plays in a ladies basketball team. So, in Brooklyn and Trinity are basketball players. So, um, you know, so excited for you know the fact that they're here. Make sure you come back and visit us again. Our pastor is not here. Now, Pastor would like to meet you, so make sure you come back and visit with us again. Amen. Amen. So good to see everyone in the house. Amen. Gabby, Dale, good. Good to see you. Gabby, oh, he's not a visitor. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, we're so glad to have all our college students here. You know, um, it, it means so much to us, you know. We appreciate all the college students that are here from near or far. And in fact, Sister Abigail is from the West Coast. She's from California, and she's here for college uh, right here in Princeton. And whenever she can be here, you know, she's very busy on campus. Whenever she can get away to come to service, I commend you for your sacrifice. And everyone, Ryan, I'm messing up his name. Ryan is here from college also. Commend you. Amen. I, I, I love to see the young people excel and do, you know, get their school another way. But at the end of the day, you want to make sure God is in the midst of what you're doing. And I'm glad that you all can come back home and fellowship and worship the Lord with us. So I commend you for your hard work, continue to do what you're doing. Amen. And make sure at the end of the day, you give God thanks for keeping you and helping you to achieve your goal. Because if it wasn't for God that gave you the strength and the ability, you wouldn't be able to accomplish whatever you were trying to major studying. So we commend you for that. Amen. Uh, I know Brother, Brother Tom can attest to that. You know, he, he was once down that road where you have to make sure the kids get what they need to get to be successful in their classes. So, you know, I want to, um, you know, commend all the parents that are here and all the young people that are here that pursue an education for for the, you know, veterans and everything. Don't forget to keep our past and the names of the folks that we had called out this morning in our prayers um, as we're getting ready for um, offering. Uh, on a Christmas tree over here, we have, um, you know, all these gift cards. Um, that once a year, our organization have uh, Christmas for Christ. Um, and, you know, we give our best gift to, to Jesus. And there are plenty of gifts. There are cards up there. You got some 5000 You got some 1000 You got some... Six dollars. Try not to take like the six dollars. You can take like the five thousands and the one thousands. You know, you know. Give give your best gift to Jesus Christ. I know we still know a big reach program right now, but be a blessing. Amen. You know, my wife said, uh, text me and said, uh, did you take any card yet? I said, nope. I said, you can take one. You know, text me. Said, I said, no problem. Whatever. <laughs> Take whatever you want to take. I'm here. You know, it's, uh, it's what it does. So I think <laughs> it's still up there for the team. She, mi- she missed the top one, huh? <laughs> Amen. But we're so glad. Be, be uh, a cheerful giver, say that way. Whatever you can, uh, whenever you can be a blessing to the kingdom of God, be a blessing to the kingdom of God. Keep our past in our prayer. My dear brother is back there. Um, I know I've seen him before, but I forgot your name. So, Ivan, so glad to have you come back to worship with us again. God bless you. Amen. Continue to worship the Lord with us. And for those of us that are here this morning, amen. We're so glad that you're here this morning. So I'm going to invite you to stand as we get ready for our offering this morning. Amen. Remember, when you fill out your tithes envelope, 
whatever ones that you have for the REACH program, try to designate the REACH program, fill it out properly. And for the offering one, designate it for your offering. Try to do your best to fill it out. Amen. So we're going to pray and ask the Lord's blessing. Father God, we thank you for what we have already felt in the service. As we're about to receive this morning's offering, we ask you to bless every giver, those who have to give, those who have not likewise, O God. Continue to bless the remaining portion of the service, Lord God. We give you all the glory and all the honor, Lord God, for you alone are worthy to be praised. Let your will be done. We say thanks for everything in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. Amen. Bring your tithes and offering unto the Lord.
Amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't forget, we have two quick announcements. Amen. I forgot to uh, mention um, June. Uh, the first one is actually our church picnic, which will be on December 23rd. Uh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Church. <laughs> oh, church banquet. Thank you. Oh, oh, there, there's, there's so much going on. I, I want one of these days. I'm going to call someone up here just to sit in and just to fill in. You know, because you know there, there's so much going on, and sometimes you try to uh, get it together. And you know, I, I preach this morning that we're not perfect. You know, we make mistakes. <laughs> so I, I, I can hold up to that. You know, I can hold up to my mistake, and I can say, yeah, I'm a man enough to say, if you're wrong, you're wrong. I can respect that. Amen. But thank you for your gift for forgiveness. I appreciate that. Amen. So uh, come out. We'd like you to be at our church banquet. That's it. Amen. On December 23rd, amen. I think it's going to be at around about 7 p.m., 7 7.30, 7.30. $25. You can't beat that. You can't beat a banquet for $25. So we'd love to have everyone that is here come and support us. Come and be a part of our banquet. Um, It's going to be a good time. We're going to have a lot of fun and fellowship. Amen. And plenty to eat. So uh, come out and join us. Make sure it's Sister Sylvia. And uh, the final one um, is our com- uh, coming over um, community um, event that we're going to have here. Um, that's going to be on January 6th, which is uh, Friday e- overcoming. Uh, that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Overcoming. Coming over. Overcoming. <laughs> that's it. Uh, January 6th and January 7th. Uh, January uh, um Six, it's going to be at 7 p.m. and January 7th, it's going to be at 10 a.m. So we're going to have our, um, some folks that are, you know, are from the church. Um, our own Rosalie, we're going to have Zuri um, and uh, Shanika, one of our our own, um, you know, um, family and friend. They're going to be there. This is what it does in their professional lives. So they're going to help us. So invite someone if you know someone out there that want to be a part of uh, what's going on. So we're going to invite you to stand at this time. Amen. Praise God. I want to get out of the way, get a man of God, enough time to preach the word. Amen. Whatever the Lord have in store for him. Amen. Uh, for us this morning. So without any further ado, I have the privilege this morning. Amen. And the honor this morning to bring to the podium. Amen. Our home, home uh, brother Bradley. Godfrey this morning is going to come with the Holy Ghost. He's going to preach unto the Lord this morning. Whatever the Lord have in your heart, my friend. Amen. Take it away. Give him a round of applause as he come in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord, everybody. He alone is worthy, isn't he? Let's put our hands together in the presence of the Lord. He's a great and mighty God. He is a great king. And we know that it's all about Jesus Christ, isn't it? Hallelujah. Isn't it about Jesus Christ today? Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together one more time in God's presence. We are here to worship the Lord in the mighty power in his presence. And he is a, a good and faithful God. And I learned specifically throughout this year and the past, these past couple of years that uh, it's not for all things we give thanks. Because, you know, in all things, you know which has been good and perfect towards us has been just by the grace and love of God and his, his unfailing desire 
to see us be more like him and his love towards us is just immeasurable but it's in actually all things as paul wrote to the brethren i believe in thessalonica that it's in all things we give thanks and some things that i'm experiencing personally that um, in terms of in a way in which i wish things could be different i just can't just rest us and 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 feel as if that uh well god when like i'm asking okay when can i just think not of the things of which i'm experiencing but it's in those things i'm made perfect and his strength is made perfect in very much my weaknesses and i give god thanks for his goodness towards us and we know that god is going to help us through whatever we are experiencing in the situation so if you're continuing to worship and praise god just know Yes, we worship him for who he is and for what he has done, but the best kind of worship that he looks for is one that is coming from a place where your will is being challenged. And that's where you may be tested. You would be faced with a condition or an obstacle that it seems as if God is not going to allow you to, uh, to be coming or overcoming at the moment, but he's going to reveal himself in the situation, just like he did in the days of old of of countless of stories in the scripture specifically in the old testament when the believers and children of god and men of god women of god would face challenges and it wasn't that god delivered them because of but it was in the situation that he delivered them and we're going to be experiencing that if we're going to suffer for christ or live for christ and we're going to just continue to walk in the light of his glory and so at this time we want to just thank god for everything everyone that's here who has come and braved through I mean, the weather has just been up and down. We thank God for coming here on a Sunday morning. And we're here to bless the Lord and hear a word from God. You know, we want to see God do some things different, right? We don't want to have church as normal or church as usual. We should say we want God to do something unusual, whether it be through the preached word of God, whether it be through the worship. Whatever you put in is what you're going to get. And if you put a desire in your heart that you're going to see something different, trust me, I pray that God will speak to your heart, that you will experience that today, and that collectively we will experience something greater. Because I believe our church is on a great anticipation of what God is going to do. I believe the move of God is going to come here, it's going to function and flow through this assembly, and that lives will be transformed. Persons that we've never even encountered in our lives will come into our doors and we're going to be ready to receive them and believing that God will yet help them. Whatever need that they have, we are here to be an agent. We're here to be, let's say, a light savior, uh, someone of a, uh, we could say, a, a, a first responder to the condition. Because a first responder is a person that is called to the action or the action or the situation that is dire for someone. And we're going to be called to be first responders to this community and to the people of God across New Jersey and whoever that comes across so many people come through this assembly in terms of where they're coming from, and I pray that our impact will be long-lasting for them. I give God praise for the ministry that are here, for the, uh, for the Scarlet, everyone in their respective places. And, of course, I want to honor my wife. It's about, we're about at least 11 days until one year, 11 days until we hit one year, and it's exciting. Um, it's just been, I'm saying God has proven himself, not for all things, but in all things we give thanks, for it is not we that have gotten us here is by the grace of God that has yet kept us. And we thank God for our pastor and his wife and the family that are in their absence. I know they're watching. 
at least say hello to them and thank God for this opportunity to stand in this place where I don't take this lightly. I don't take this as if I'm oldest. I have earned this. It's but the grace of God, and I thank God for the goodness of God towards us that we are to serve the people of God and the kingdom of God in any capacity of which our pastor is being led by the spirit of which he's called uh, to yet stand in this place. So we're going to basically go through a, a familiar passage of scripture and a familiar subject. Um, I have been meditating on this for some time and some other things. I was just juggling, say, God, what, you know, sometimes as you are a person that loves the word of God or a person that desires to know more of God, things come into your spirit. You know, even when you're not even asked to stand in uh, either in the capacity of where you are to minister or to share the word of God, things just begin to meditate, you know, offhand if you want to study on. And this began to meditate in my spirit and uh, it's a couple of things, but this particular one, and I pray that will help us as a body and the believers that we don't look at specifically the number, but we look at in terms of the spirit that is guiding us, the, the unity of the spirit that is helping us to yet see what God wants to reveal in this last and we say evil days. It is evil, but last and closing days. I say the closing days because we are have a we have a, a, a time expiration. And I believe that in spite of it, we can focus so much on what's out there. It's, it is what it is, but what does Christ center church have to do? Because evil is not going to change. It's been here since the beginning. But if we can focus on the closing days of time, that means we are fulfilling our purpose each and every one that are here. So I'm not going to focus on the evil days, even though it's there, but with the closing days of which whatever capacity of the ministry that God, I really believe the saints of God, that God has in us. I'm telling you, God has in us. I'm, I'm always admonishing us to know that there are so much in this assembly that to imagine if we tap into this, when we will tap in and we are tapping in, God is going to do an explosion in individuals in our families, in our individual relationship with God, but also collectively we're going to receive the blessing from the Lord. Let's put our hands together one more time for that. Hallelujah. So we're going to read our scripture today from Philippians chapter number 2. And it will definitely not be long because I do see the time, but we pray that God will touch someone that they will be blessed by the word of God today. We'll be reading verses 1 through verse 10, maybe skipping through it, but we're going to read uh, 11, excuse me, and we're going to be skipping probably through, and we have some other scriptures that we identify. We'll read, we'll read as such as the Lord will perhaps us to uh, speak as he is led. The scripture reads in Philippians chapter 2, If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, and any bowels of mercy, fulfill ye my joy. And I want to focus on this. Fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. I'm going to jump uh, some scriptures. Of course, verse chapter 5, we know it says, most recognized, one of Paul's most recognized uh, quotes in the New Testament, even throughout the Bible. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, 
but made of himself of no reputation, verse 7, and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man. And being found in fashion as, as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow every, of things in heaven and things in the earth and things under the earth. Hallelujah. We will end the reading of the, of the word of God. Father, we thank you for what you have spoken already and your word has been declared. We pray your will be performed today. We ask for these blessings. Lord God, let my mouth be an open a saucer, an open portal where God will yet intervene in the midst of your people. That someone will receive what God would have to say to us and even in my life to edify me. In Jesus' name, amen. So the topic and subject, you may be seated, we'll be focusing on it's all about Jesus. The subject, it is all about Jesus. There is one church. There is one body with many members. There is one hope of our calling for the sake of Jesus Christ. This was his prayer. This was the prayer of Jesus Christ. He said, and now, I'm reading from John chapter 17, verse 11. It said, and now I am no more in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to thee. For Holy Father, keep them in thy name, which thou hast given me, that they may be one, even as we are are one we must understand saints of god if you look at that passage of scripture briefly it speaks of even though he was in the flesh speaking to himself his eternal self he himself was in the position of in the sacrificial mode his will was being tested because he knew that there was the will of his father being performed in him didn't change because he is the father and there's no difference between him or the son he is existence there is nothing that jesus is not jesus is god manifested in flesh so it was like a, a, a wrestling within himself his godness and the understanding of his assignment his assignment was that he would save his people from their sins and the consequences and the choice that he decided to walk through was through death it was not just death but a death when it came to his death was the death that he took upon not just on a cross but he took upon the whole sins of this world no person ever took the sins of this world except Jesus Christ, because only he could have done it, Sister Sophie, Sister Sylvia. He was the only one that was only perfect. The only man, only man. That's only one man. So there's one God and there's one man. And that man was Jesus Christ, manifested in flesh. Just pinch yourself. Just say, that's Jesus was in my skin. Jesus felt like I felt. Yes, he was a man. He was a man of like passions. He created all things, and all things in him existed through him. And so he himself was praying that 
who he was leading, his disciples, those who he chosen. He just chosen those 12 and the followers that, that, that was led to follow him. But, of course, it was a contra- controversial situation where he administered to the Jews in John chapter 6. He said, if you don't eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you have no part with me. And they said, are, are you going to tell me I have to eat of your flesh? I'm not going with your doctrine. But I, don't, I don't understand. That was not yet uh, explained to me from my father Abraham or Isaac or Jacob. Even in the Mosaic law, that, they never endorsed the, the version of what's called cannibalism. I, I won't take part of this type of teaching that you're speaking of. And so what happened was, those who was yet faithfully saw, faithfully following him because he was doing miracles, he was doing great things and wonders, and people were just following him, and he was doing great. He was doing great for a certain a certain part of time in his teaching, but when it came to the hard thing, the hard question, they said, "You know what? I just can't continue to endure." It's sad to this day, saints of God, that and I'm off my notes, but it's sad to this day that you would would find out how deep you are in your understanding of your faith in God when you're tested by a challenging situation which will alter your understanding and theology of who God is when God began or Jesus began to speak when he began to unveil himself that's all he was he was just just taking himself he was becoming very transparent in his purpose that was too much for persons to accept when it came to yet him being a living sacrifice, the example of a living sacrifice, it was just too much. It seemed as if today, and I want to understand that we are, that anyone knows, they do not, if they do not understand who we are, we are an apostolic church. We're not like any other kind of church or assembly because everyone is naming themselves as church, but there's only one church. And that church is a church that was founded by Jesus Christ. And at some time, we're, if we're not careful in this closing day of time, the way in which society is, 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 is embarking upon the level of understanding of what Christian faith is will get to a point where you don't actually have to see yourself living out this faith or living out this walk of which he has called us to walk in or walk from or walk away from. It's so much of, as which if we are so all casual as if we become so ecumenical that it really makes no difference that you know if you serve this god or if you look at him in a in a way of which he's like the triune uh deity himself or if we look at him as another version of himself that it, at the end of the day we all gonna get to the same place now i beg to differ i beg to differ with that statement saints of god because when you get to understand who jesus is you will see yourself as, as Isaiah said, I say, woe is me. I'm a man of unclean lips. I look at myself as not even capable and worthy because he has revealed himself in an aspect. And that's the thing, Brother Donovan, is that the revelation of Jesus Christ will take something in us to understand, will we choose to accept what God is yet trying to speak to us, what God is trying to, he's revealing himself daily to people. But there are some people with the hardness of their heart, they're not going to change because they've been passed down from one generation to another. So they will just accept thinking that, well, Jesus is revealed in this aspect. Well, I don't have to be baptized in his name because he was revealed to me by what I was taught. But the more you unveil yourself and getting yourself into understanding his will and you open yourself to what the word of God says, 
he will begin to challenge you. He began to challenge you. And even when it will go against the grain, it will go against persons that you love, cultures and institutions that have set up these type of uh, pillars or type of foundations that it seems as if if you try to move and and try to stray away from what you were taught, it, it, it does you somewhat of a place of where, well, I don't think I'll be liked. I don't be, think I'll be accepted if I yet follow this path. But saints of God, when you get into Jesus Christ, trust me, you're in the safest place that you can ever imagine. If you get yourself in, even if the scriptures, even if your father and your mother forsake you, trust me, you're in the safest place that you should ever be. And so he yet was praying to himself that his disciples will yet understand that the assignment that he has been given, that they will be one. And he and his father are one. In our scripture text this morning, we focus on Paul's admonishing of to the to the brethren that are in Philippi. This was a situation where Paul had a second missionary journey to the the city of Philippi. It used to be, of course, called uh, Macedonia. And Macedonia, if it's in modern day terms, is the uh, country of Greece. And it was there, Paul and his ministry, Paul had a companion, a, a co-laborer named Silas. And of course, he had brought uh, salvation to the house of Lydia. Lydia was a seller of purple, and because through her uh, her desire to know the will of God and the word of God, she caused her family to be baptized in Jesus' name. And also, it was a, a part of that mission that he was yet sent to jail because, he, of course, he was preaching the gospel, and they put him in a Philippian uh, jail. And, of course, the scripture says, while he was in prison, Paul and Silas prayed, and they sung praises unto the Lord. And because of that, the doors of the prison began to shake because when they began to pray while they were chained up, hallelujah, there's a praise in midnight, saints of God. There's a praise in your spirit when you feel as if that you're bound. There is an earthquake that comes when you are in a situation where you are looking to Jesus, when you feel as if you can't move into a, another dimension, he will yet unlock the doors of possibility. Hallelujah. Because though you're in a situation that you feel as if you can't get out of, he is concerned because your thought is not about you being in prison. Your mindset and thought is that my prison situation does not close or did not stop me from worshiping God, doesn't hinder me from praising God the way I desire to praise God because I may not yet be free, but I am free because I have the understanding that while I'm in the situation, I'm not bound because I know my deliverer is in the name and the name has given me freedom to open my mouth. The name has given me freedom to understand I don't need to focus on my situation. I can focus on his goodness. And that even if it doesn't seem possible, I know he's well able and capable to get me out of where I am. And Paul and Silas were there. And because of that, the jail doors opened. Earthquake came. And it seemed as if there was like, what happened? Everyone was yet under not the assignment of the of the jail keeper, and he was concerned because he had a responsibility of all these 
persons locked up and the doors were open. He said, man, is everyone gone? And he thought that he would die because of the instructions of, of, of course, the, the government was uh, over the uh, protection of, the, of that city and of that area of those who were yet assumed or deemed as you know, offenders and criminals. But Paul said, don't, don't hurt yourself because he was about to kill himself. Saints of God, when you feel as if you have gone to the end of your road, don't hurt yourself. Hallelujah. Don't do something damaged to yourself. You may be going to school and feel as if, man, I, I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if I should just quit. I come to tell you, don't quit. Don't ever give in to what you're thinking because your thoughts can deceive you. But I know a voice from God can yet deliver you and help you through what you're going through, your struggles, your experiences, your faults. And that the jailer said he, man, he was going to give up his life. But Paul said, do yourself no harm. We are still here. And Paul yet admonished the word of God, and yet he was baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. That's the power of the name of Jesus, saints of God. And it was there Paul was writing while he was, as, a, as the, if the historical reference, he was basically under some level of confinement when he was yet writing to the, to the church and to the brethren that are in Philippi. And when he wrote, his purpose and his desire uh, and his joy, if we look at verse 2, as we read in Philippians chapter 2, it says, To fulfill ye my joy. That ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. It is the joy of the Lord. It's God's desire that we, his joy, would make us complete. Uh, That uh, desire in the scriptures that focus on being made perfect in his desire and love was that he will complete us. He will complete us to the extent where uh, our character will become more like his nature, his desire. Once we receive Christ and desires to fulfill the work of Christ, uh, we become joint heirs with him and we yet have the same mind as him. Also to have the same love, the, the same desires as him. It seems as if it's against the norm because our tendency is to do that which is opposite because it is the nature of us in this human flesh it is to not follow the conditions and the desires of what jesus christ had yet explained or his desire for us but the only way you can yet fulfill these desires except ye be filled with the one spirit that one spirit is what keeps us united That is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the head of the church, which is Jesus Christ. And that same spirit that he imparted to you causes us to fulfill the work of the spirit of God. It is not for us to just make a good time because I'm I'm telling you, saints of God, I've seen church in every type of way. Uh, Sister Scarlett, I'm really tired of having good church, meaning that when I mean by good church, I mean by having great things that are just in its proper perspective. And I'm out of, listen, listen, I'm all for the praise and worship. Trust me, I know. I danced, I've shouted, I ran. But at the end of the day, are we on one accord? One thing about this assembly, 
that makes us different is that it's not so much of what we think that, uh, you know, we can get the grandiose and the, the shebang, like the pow, like, like that. And I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for red hot church. That's what they used to say back in the day, like revival church. But at the end of the day, if we're not on one accord, trust me, we're just a sounding brass. If he had some symbol and a tinkling symbol and we're just making a lot of noise. But in at the end, we're still not yet shaken to our core of what we are when it comes to our identity in Christ. It's time to understand it's all about Jesus. I was thinking of this great pioneer of the apostolic movement. He was some of that, some of that I used to listen to a lot. When you go on YouTube and you watch because of the times, the archives of it back in the 80s and the 90s, his name is Bishop or his name was T.F. Tenney. And he had an awesome, one of his historical personal literatures that he had written. And his message was, we should keep the main thing, the main thing. And that's what we are about. We are here to keep the main thing, the main thing. And if we understand it's about that main thing, we will yet see so much yet done in our lives. When we go off kilter from the main thing, that's when we begin to get, our, get ourselves in a, a pragmatic situation. That we begin to confuse and yet be trivialized of what we've been going. That's why you have all these different type of movements and all type of persons who have these different ideologies. Because they forgot that the main thing is the main thing. We are one spirit. He mentioned that only through the model of the lives of Christ and will live a life worthy of the gospel. The fact is that having the desire to be on one accord and the same love, this what he mentioned, the purpose of Christ is that we will model the life after him and we will live worthy of the gospel. A light desire to be looked into that being call into Christian community is not an individualistic by nature that what not what I can bring and what I can invest to seek for my own good but it is a collection of believers having the same mind and we hold to the same truths about who Jesus is what he set as an example for us to follow while we look while he took on the form of man and was and what he has called us to be and to be in this present world. We must see past our differences and focus on the framework of being created unto good works and be made found, made perfect in his sight. I want to read to you Matthew chapter five, verse 48. He says, be therefore perfect, even as your father which in heaven is perfect that word perfect in its context does not mean sinless or without mistake it means specifically in the greek to be complete it means to be whole it means to be fulfilling the fulfilled purpose and if we understand that if we take aside of all what we experience everyone has a past i do even though i may not have been out there i have one but I know that by my own goodness of what I worked could not make us perfect. If I don't understand that it wasn't anything that I have brought to the table. I, don't, I can't bring anything that would suffice of progressing 
the believers together to fulfill its purpose. No, I must think in the mindset of Christ that 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 though I know within myself, I have not done enough to yet make myself worthy to be called a child of God. But he alone has made me worthy because I look within myself and say, you know what? There's so much inside of me that has to be corrected. When I look at others, I don't look at myself no better. Meaning that I don't look at myself in a way of which I have um, accumulated this understanding that I'm better than someone. Because I know without that person, I can't be made complete. It is in my perfections. It is in my imperfections. God will make me perfect because I can see that I know that there's someone that can help me. Someone that can yet pour into me. Someone that I can, I can have fellowship with. And that's the purpose of why we are made perfect, that we will have fellowship where we can take all that was ugly and that was so much uh, un- ungodly about us, that we will come together and understand that it's in our weaknesses we can be strengthened because we have a desire that we become one accord even when we have weaknesses. I can be transparent and vulnerable. I can be uh, let my hair down, if we could say. I don't have much hair, but uh, if I let myself go, not being so uh, full of myself that I can't get asked for advice of how to help me because I know what's inside of you. The spirit, that same spirit that's inside of you, it is yet to empower. It is yet to edify. It's to instruct me. For we, saints of God, it's, it's, that's the purpose of the fivefold ministry. It's for the perfecting of the saints to make complete. It is for the work of the ministry. It is for the edifying of the body of Christ. And that's what we need to focus on. Because it's all about him, it is about perfecting one another. In this day and time, if we look at it, the impediment of Israel, the impediment of Israel, God's chosen people, was that while they were in the wilderness, they knew God who was in terms in the Hebrew, Jehovah Mephthali, which is, by interpretation, the Lord our Deliverer. They knew him by his mighty acts and his deeds. But the one who was called to lead the people of God, Moses, the scripture says in Psalms 103, verse 7, God made known to Moses, not by his acts or deeds, or the scripture says he made known to his people by their acts and deeds, but to Moses by his ways. Whenever we look into that, saints of God, we just don't want to be a, a church that is known just by just doing in terms of the things that make things appealing that will excite people in terms of their imagination and their thought mindset. It's important, but the fact is if we understand, saints of God, that if we're called in terms of this purpose to know him in a deeper and a more intimate understanding, if we understand that in his ways, we'll know in us that there's a deeper level in God that we can acclaim and, 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 and tap into. That's where he wants to fulfill his assignment and his purpose in us and through us. When we know him, because there are many saints of God that can heal There are many that will yet deliver or yet will cast or will lay hands on the sick and and they will recover. 
because if they call on the name of Jesus, trust me, if it's a willing vessel to fulfill his purpose, he will do such. But does not mean it will translate, saints of God, to having a real relationship with God. He wants you to have a relationship with him. And the only way you can have a relationship with God, you have to know the ways of God. Many of us are, in, are impressed today, and it's a sad to explain that they equate people doing great acts and deeds equal to him having a relationship with God. I beg to you to, for you to, to, to be, uh, consider that it is not so. Just because you're called and used by God and, and have the privilege to be God's hand upon your life does not mean that you have an understanding of who you are in him. Because if you do such, the ways of your life will image and reflect as though it may be challenging and tough. It will be called, it will come on you to fulfill that what he has called you to become in this world. We have to understand, saints of God, that knowing that it's all about Jesus will be challenged, that our ways will reflect and will image and, and become what he desires for us. In this day and time that we are seeing, it's so disheartening, it's so uh, troublesome when we can't define who is a saint and who is not a saint. I beg to differ that sainthood is not about just about your appearance on the outer man. It is a combination of God's fulfillment in your life that will reflect the love you have for him. But it's not the identification of how you dress, knowing that you are a Christian, knowing that you are a saint of God. We have to understand, saints of God, as we are transitioning to a better and a greater opportunity. I call it a greater opportunity. It's not our Canaan just a uh, camp and we, and we set rules. No, we have so much greater opportunity for persons to hear the message of the kingdom of God, where God has taken us. But we have to understand, saints of God, that though many may not have not had a relationship as far as some of us or even those who are growing and, and, and becoming into themselves, into their identity, their true identity in Christ, we must understand that if we get, don't get settled and don't get satisfied in terms of, well, it's just going to be about us and, and, we, and, and when the rapture comes, it's, we, we're going to leave, we're going to leave off with him. No, we, we, there's so much assigned work when it comes to those who are broken, those who are yet cause of of, of, of troublesome backgrounds or persons who are confused. So some who, who, who may need level of discipling. Uh, that's the type of Christian quality and sainthood he has yet called us to be. That, that, that we fulfill the desires of the Lord. That we become his extension to the earth. Is that we will yet fulfill what he has called us to be made perfect in this present world. It's not just for to, to choose and pick who you think will make it in or who you think will get to a point where they'll listen to you and they will get a follow you. No, it, it doesn't matter in terms of if that person can't understand who you are at first. But if you stick to the desire and to the plan of God, 
whether you think they'll listen or not, whether you think that you have influence or not, I come to tell us saints of God today, if we're going to be about Jesus and his kingdom, we got to put self aside. We have to put ego aside. We got to put our own thoughts and ideology and our own perception aside. Because if we understand that if it's not about us getting the credit and the glory, it's not about us getting the acclamation and the acknowledgement. Because if it was for such, we'll get burnt out real quick. Because many people are looking for affirmation and looking for accreditation. But I come to tell you, saints, in this kingdom, it has nothing to do about how good you have been. It has everything to do about Jesus Christ. Whatever we do, saints of God, we don't do it for ourselves. We don't do it because we think we're good enough. We don't do it because we have a mindset that we think that we've gotten somewhere. No, it is by grace are we saved through faith. Not of your works, lest any man should boast. We have to understand that it's all about Jesus Christ. It's all about his goodness towards us. It's all about his love towards us. It's about his understanding and his patience towards us. We may not have everything together when we come into the house of God. And I know I feel some way sometimes I feel as if, man, am I in the framework, in the mindset to come worship? That's when we get ourselves in trouble, saints of God. Because when we come into the house of God, you know, you heard of the song, just forget about yourself and concentrate. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate when you have a bill that's due the next day and you don't know where to pay it. But I come to tell you, saints of God, if we understand and look to God, look to Jesus, understanding that your life can be taken to way, taking you one way or out. But you know that if you're in the hands of God, he will yet never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will make his word performed in your life. I know for a fact if you understand that when you are, when it is the end of you, it's the beginning of God to work in your life. When you don't know what else to turn to, when you don't know what else to understand, it doesn't make any sense. I come to tell you when you're weak, hallelujah, hallelujah. Saints of God, some of you are weak. Some of you are just barely holding on coming to the house. I've seen your faithfulness. I've seen you coming in when you have loved ones to worry about. But I come to tell you your commitment to the Scarlet family, your commitment, Brother Tom and Brother Parker and your sister Sylvia and mom and Mother Thomas and, oh, God, oh, God, Mother Allen, sister, oh, God, oh, we, we thank God for all of you. We thank God for you. We thank God for you. Because trust me, sooner or later, but but Izzy, what you do for Christ, trust me, he's going to reward you. He's going to reward your faithfulness. He's going to reward for your faithfulness. Sister Sandra, he's going to reward your faithfulness. He's going to reward you because your mindset is not about your own goodness and what you feel. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. When you do that schoolwork, when you do that test or whatever you're seeking to improve upon trust me your goodness your smartness yes you have some ability but you got to know it's about him that got you and yet pushed you over abigail you're so far away from your loved ones and you could have said you know what forget this 
I'm on my own. I, I can be myself. I can come into my own womanhood. But you understood yourself and you're, 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 you're completely taking yourself out the way and say, man, you sometimes have to shock yourself. Say, how am I here? I'm in the house of God. My heart's desire is that I please him. Then you wonder and say, man, it, does this have to do anything about me? It has to do with that one spirit. It has to be that, 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 that desire that he had when he prayed that his disciples remain one. It's that same desire. It's that same fulfillment. You're not perfect, but if you get into Christ, if you put on his name in baptism, if you understand that, yes, you are weak, yes, you don't have it all together, saints of God, we don't have it everything right. I know for a fact my words ain't adequate enough to even make me just like some persons do. But I know my impression is not to make you impressed by me. It's not you to give the affirmation. Is that when Jesus looks on my life, when I stand before him, it is about hearing, well done. Well done. Because you did what I've told you to do. You expressed what my desire is. You, you see, saints of God, as I close today, it's the desire of the God. It's, it's the passion of God. Now, if you should ask him, and I don't want to be presumptuous, but if Jesus could come back as a man, his desire would be about the souls of man. Do you see how much he desires to use us, Brother Tom? When I see your passion, when we see our desire, because his purpose was that he would see to save that who is lost. And when he doesn't see our desire fulfilled, even in any capacity of just being nice, just being, uh, having joy. And if we go over the fruit of the spirit, to have love, joy, peace, long-suffering, temperance, meekness, goodness, uh, uh, faith, a sense such as no, his desire is that we fulfill his mission because we are his hands and we are his feet. We are here to help someone. Whatever capacity we've been called to help someone, he has positioned us that we will be that light. We will be that city that's on a, on a hill that cannot be hid. It's getting gross dark in this world, saints of God. But I come to encourage you today not to focus on the darkness. Focus on the light. Focus on are you salt? Because if you are salt, if you are someone that is a city, a city cannot be overtaken by a cloud or overtaken by a shadow, overtaken by the forecast of a mist, of, of a fog. Trust me, even when there is fog, you can still see the lights of the, the tallest skyscrapers because it's not determined by how deep the fog is. It's determined how great the light in the very skyscraper. Saints of God. You cannot be hidden if you are showing the light. You cannot be stopped if you are showing the light. If you are being what God has called you to be and knowing that if you are suffering, if you are experiencing hardship, you know it's not because, uh, just because you have a bad luck, because of bad circumstances. It's because God has called you. God has positioned you. God has put you into the kingdom for such a time as this that he will make you perfect. He'll make you established. He'll make you settled. 
And I come to encourage someone today that if you have not heard of this understanding of perfection in Christ to be made whole, if you have a brokenness, if you have a situation that needs to be prayed for, if you have a situation that you cannot understand, there's a song they used to sing, Have you many rivers that seemeth so uncrossable? Have you any mountains you cannot tunnel through? I know that there is a God that specializes in things that seemeth impossible, and he will do for you. Not no one else, but only he can do. He can specialize in the area where you are weak, in the area where you feel as if you're not adequate, the area where you are yet not understanding what you should do. This is the place. This is the time. This is the hour. This is the moment for you to understand as we all stand today in God's presence. If you come today, if you have a faith, if you have a situation that you know you came to the, uh, came to church for, that you know you're experiencing at home, and right now you want to blot it out your mind because, hey, you think you can handle it. No, I come to tell you, you can't handle it. You can't handle it. It's a case that only Jesus can specialize, a case where you can have and someone who has the like-minded spirit, that same spirit to see you made whole, the same spirit that made you made reconciled back to God. It is that same desire that when you come into the house of God, your life can never be the same once you encounter his presence. When you encounter the power of God, when you encounter his fulfilled desire, and that's why he uses us. He uses us because we have that same attitude, that same mindset. We understand today that if we know that if we cannot uh, 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 maximize the time because it's so short, it seems as if we can't keep up with it. But because we do have the power of understanding the control of what matters in our life, what comes into us, what we choose to pay attention to. And I will submit you today that today is a day that though it may be busy in your day-to-day activity, it may be busy in terms of where you think you are on your schedule, but I submit to you today that if you take a moment to look at your schedule and say, hey, I don't know if I thought of this, but I must take a visit now to alter what I think was important to me and yet understand this is what important. Uh, more than anything else, my encounter with Jesus Christ, my encounter to understand more of him, have you ever tried him? Have you ever thought to yet look to him and say, wait, maybe he can handle this. Maybe he can yet fix and maybe he can yet make known to me. As I said, or as we said this uh, before the message, that not for all things, but in all things we give thanks. And, and I know many of you want to worship God so freely, but it seems as if it's so hard because there's so many burdens and so many so many weights upon your life, so many concerns that even in worship you can get distracted because it comes into your mind that, man, I'm in the presence of a holy God, but something comes to throw a wrench at my life. Something that comes to throw a wrench even when I'm get tapping or seeking to get into that level and communication and connection with God. That means your schedule has gone to an impasse. There has something that is overtaking you. And I come to submit to anyone today that comes to pray, that comes for prayer, that we can yet, yet agree and touch with you. 
that though it will help you to give and cast your cares upon the Lord, because the scripture says if you cast your cares upon him, he will yet care and take them and he will yet yet make them. Uh, uh, he will keep them and he will yet absolve those things because you've given them to him. I want you, the saints of God, to look within yourself at this time. Those who need prayer, those who need to come, those who need an understanding, a touch from God. It is your opportunity today to know it's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. It's about he working things out on your behalf. It's about him making known what you don't know. It's today. If you came for prayer, even if you didn't schedule yourself to be prayed for, if you didn't schedule yourself to reach out to him, I pray that you will put that to your desire right now, whether you're at your seat or whether you have to come to this altar. We know that, God, we have people that can touch and agree, though we may not be yet perfect in terms of without sin. But we know because we have that same like-minded and attitude what Jesus or what Paul was taught, teaching the church to fulfill we can yet do that for you today. Is there anyone here that would like to come to the altar or even at your seat? We want to seek the Lord at this moment. We have so much time, uh, some time that we can seek God before we leave today. It is your opportunity. It's your time. Is there anyone here that wants to come? You can come at this time. You can come and someone can pray for you. Or if you want to just experience God personally in a way and you can hear his voice, you can tap in right now. We can tap into the presence of God. So God will give us direction. God will give us understanding. Hallelujah. It is hard sometimes living in this world. It's hard at all times in itself. Because I don't know where the next day it will hold. People are losing their life daily. Day after day there's so much uncertainty. But I know there's a God. There's a God. There's a God that can yet make understand what I don't understand. He's a faithful God. He's an understanding God. If you need to be saved today in the pardoning of your sins, we can touch and agree if you'd like to give your life to the Lord today. We know that today is not, or tomorrow is not promised. We know that tomorrow is not a certainty. But what's certain is your soul that remains today if it's in Christ. There's a certainty of the word of God that requires that a man except the man be born again he cannot enter or see the kingdom of God the only way you can come into the kingdom of God unless you yet be born of water and of spirit is there anyone that wants to give their life today under the sound of the voice there is a cry there's a desire for your life to be transformed by the renewing of your mind if you want to take this walk of faith with us if you want to be a part of this body if you want to be a part of this mindset, to be on one accord, to, to have the same spirit, this is your opportunity now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, those who are at the altar, who are crying out, who are desiring a more deeper relationship with you. Father, we want to know you more intimately like never before. For we know that the time that we're living in, is like none other these are a time where we can tap into god and and seek after his will because each day is a struggle it's a fight but today 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 is the day that we will yet cast our burdens unto the lord and our cares for we don't know where next will turn but we know 
that we are challenged by the Lord have called us for such a time as this. In the name of Jesus, strengthen my sister's hands. Strengthen her hands. Strengthen mother's hands. She runs such a race, a race that she has labored. She has seen so much in her life. So God, I pray that you will cover her in the name of Jesus. Touch her in every way. Oh God, heal every area where she needs healing in her body and in her spirit. In the name of Jesus. Father, we'll give you the praise and the glory. In the name of Jesus, touch those who are yet in college. I pray a special blessing upon those who come as visitors, those who come here and far. We're praying your presence upon them. We're praying your spirit upon them. We pray that your will be deformed in their life. In the name of Jesus, we ask these blessings right now. We ask you your faithfulness to perform. In the name of Jesus, for we have seen it day after day and time after time. God, you have been faithful. You have been faithful. And you have to continue to show yourself kind in the name of Jesus. You know, at this time, I feel really burst, pressed and, and, and led. You know, Sister Brooklyn, if you can come, if you would like to come, I don't want to scare you, but I want to pray for you. And I want to pray for you. And I want to pray. Um, yes, yes, if you can come, we want to pray. And so, Abigail, if you can come close as well, we want to pray. And Josiah, you can come as well. We want to pray a special covering on these young people. My brother in the back, Rayon, is it Rayon? Can you come as well? We want to pray a special covering for those who are in college. I don't know what's happening. You know what's happening on the college campuses. You know the people that you encounter. We want to pray a special covering on all of you that God will keep you. Keep your mind in perfect peace when you feel overwhelmed. Let's stretch our hands, saints of God, in the point of contact to these young people. Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray that your blessings will touch them, cover them right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray your blessings and your presence be upon them. We are praying, Lord God, that God, your perfect will, even in the moments of where they don't understand, make it known and perfect to them. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for their life. We thank you for their commitment. They don't have to be here. They don't have to be in the presence of God, but they've chosen, they've made the right path and choice that God's will and desire to be performed in their life. And so I pray, Lord God, as they continue, I pray that you will give them success in their finals. Give them success in every endeavor, finding a job, uh, inter uh, 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 inter internship, uh, anything that deals with their success in their field. I pray that you will open the opportunities and the doors for them. By your power and your spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus, we seal this by your blood. We seal this by the name, in Jesus' name. God bless you all. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What a blessed time it is to be a part in the kingdom of God. We are praying that you will be blessed on this day forth. We continue to grow as a family. And we continue to love one another because we are a family and a house filled with love. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. Let us continue to grow together with the same mind, with the same spirit. In Jesus' name.